0: Rocker on Transparency Talks pop- like to walk in comfort and turn heads where every step you take becomes your personal runway. Well now you can do just that when you buy a pair of Zonal Zars by local designer Michelle B. Follow her on Instagram, Facebook and Snapchat at ZetaValH. Visit and shop today at AliveShoes.com forward slash Z-O dash N-Y-L-A Z-A-R one Welcome everybody to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. It is a beautiful day in the ATL and I am excited to be here with you guys. Listen, we have an amazing show for you guys. So I'm gonna just dive on in. This man is absolutely awesome. His name is Marcus Boyd. He is the CEO of Marcus Boyd Beats and he is an autism activist. So with all of that being said, bring him on into the studio. How you doing Marcus?
1: Friday going. Listen, I was, I was, I was rocking to your intro video. I like it. I, Thank you.
0: I created the beat too. That,
1: oh, 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 you stupid! That, that was, that, <laughs> that, that was stupid. That Thank was stupid. You. Listen, I'm trying to see that legend. <laughs> <got it>. legend.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So, Marcus, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself?
1: I am a 13-time musical award-winning music. A music producer, composer. I'm a four-time Autism Activist Award winner. I'm a music. I'm a professional DJ. I am a clothing line owner with a shoe line, a clothing line. I'm a CEO of a gospel entertainment company. I uh, um <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> I it mean, a lot going on. Um. Um. But most importantly, I am an autism activist, which means that I go to schools, facilities, universities. Um, school boards, uh, NAACP meetings. I go to, um, you know, city halls, and, and we talk about autism, the inclusion of autism, the acceptance and awareness of autism, Medicaid, therapies, therapy services, um, more activities for autism families and individuals um, to be able to spread a light and to to put more of an act for autism individuals and families worldwide. I was born with autism. I didn't start talking until I was 13, 13 and a half years old. at a two year olds left. I didn't start talking like this until I was almost 18. I didn't stop, I mean, I didn't really stop having public emotional behaviors until I was like 24. I'm 38. You know, I understand from a whole different spectrum, if you will, from a whole different side of things. And that's the reason why I became an autism activist because I wanted to help spread my testimony and help spread more inclusion and awareness and acceptance for the autism communities worldwide.
0: Okay, okay. So you just said a whole lot there. So we're gonna dive into everything that you just said. So you was born with autism. Can you tell everybody what that is?
1: Autism is is um, it's, uh, neurological, neurological disorder or or a situation it's not a disorder but it's a situation to where we think different, we respond different, we communicate our communication our learning our processes is different so basically so um when the doctors told my grandmother it was like 11 12 different doctors that the left side of my brain doesn't function correctly so it's not it's not the same as a as a regular individual's um, brain. So, which means I process stuff differently and don't register in the same way that other people register. My learning is different. I, my reading is different. My comprehension is different. Um, the way I form sounds or understand sounds or language. And there's different type of levels of autism. See, when I started with my autism, when I got diagnosed in April 12, 1993, I was 10. So uh, the thing is, I had what is called classic and severe autism, so you know, I couldn't read, talk. I couldn't understand languages of variables, phrases, verbs, pronouns. I, I couldn't understand mathematical equations or anything of those natures. Um, so my level of thinking was at a two-year-old's level. Even though I was growing or my age was bigger, but my thought pattern and my my admission flex was a two-year-old's level. So with autism, it's just we see and think and learn different. There's nothing wrong with anybody that has autism. It's not a disorder. It's not a disease or anything else. We just see stuff differently. Mm-hmm.
0: What are the signs for autism? Because most people, like if you're a baby, you babies right. really don't talk that much anyway. So what are some signs that parents... To look for, you know, for autism.
1: Um, I, I mean, it's, it's different for each case. Each individuality is different, so I can't say like um, this will be the target point for each child, because when you meet one autism person, you only met one autism person. It's not like meeting a whole con- conglomerate of individuals. So each sign is different. I know my well with well, my grandmother. I know my signs were, um, you know, standoffish, not not communicating at all. I, I used to rock, um, you know. I had problems with my temperament. I used to throw things. Um, you know, detention tantrums was more was more frequent than not. Um, you know, I was I didn't want to be around people. Certain foods, certain foods I still can't eat. Certain sounds still bother me. Certain color textures still bother me. Um, this this, the stuff that was dealing with me. Again, each individual, each case is different because, you know, each person is different. So a person making stand sounds, and may, may not be able to stand colors or, or, you know, shapes, whatever have you. And now autism 30 years, later is way different than what it was 30 years ago
0: taking a pause for the cause it's your girl butterby rocker transparency talks podcast baby this is jj day with me too
2: You got me wanting more of your company See, usually I don't do this, but damn, let's see Hey, jumping through these hoops in the games you play I hope it's worth the wait yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, you testing my gangster Coming out the room in that dress that I like Girl, I told you I like you. Don't you ask me again, you smile and pretend Cause you know what I want, you know what I need by is watching you leave i can't get you out of my head i hope i never need to can't see me be with nobody else i hope i never need to i hope I ain't wasting my time and my breath yeah yeah i'm selfish i want you all to myself and she said Oh. <laughs>
0: How did you start to communicate? Did you take treat, did, were there treatments? Did you take sessions? Anna
1: Gibbs was my speech therapist at Clifton Springs Mental Health Center in Decatur, Georgia. Brother Looper was my therapist. Dr. King was my doctor. Bob Fortner was my, you know, behavior aide back then. Now they call called peer specialist. So um, my sisters and my grandmother, I mean, it's sticky notes. Bible scriptures and quotes I mean I, they read the whole series of curious George, the big red dog I mean they I mean we tried to hooked on phonics, muzzy I, I mean that I mean there wasn't nothing that we didn't try so it was a forceful thing in my household. My grandma said that I'm going to learn how to talk she's not going to uh, let the doctor say how my life is going to be. And stuff of that nature. So she forced me to read. My sisters did sticky notes everywhere. It was like, it's like a. I mean, they used to pull them out, and I used they, they didn't care how long it took me to sound it out. They didn't care if I mumbled, if I drooled, whatever. I was not leaving until I, until I, I attempted to sound out the word. And again, 30 years ago, you know, autism wasn't just plastered everywhere. It wasn't like brochures. And, and pamphlets and groups that you can take your kid to and stuff of that nature it wasn't it wasn't displayed like that
3: right
1: so so i didn't even know i was in special olympics until i was out of special olympics and it was like seven years like i didn't i didn't know i just knew that white came to pick us up we went on a field trip we got ribbons and i was out of school that's all i knew but you know now I understand it more. And see, with autism, it changes. It changes because there's different levels of autism. So now I, I'm understanding that back then, it was an experimental process versus what it is now.
3: hmm
0: mm-hmm. I can imagine. That you know, with new technology and the more they're studying and learning about it, that they've improved, especially from back in the day, definitely. So, is it important to stick to routines?
1: I'm a routine type of guy. Okay, I am a routine guy. I wake up at seven in the morning and handle my business. I'm at prayer by eight in the morning. It's like summer camp in my life. My life is like a whole summer camp. You understand what I'm saying? Because it, it has to be routine.
3: Right.
1: Routine. Hour by hour I need to know what I'm doing. So that's that's how I'm, life, and I'm almost 40. So that that's 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 what it is. And so when you chant to tell the people that you have autism and you you with stuff. See, again, I only can imagine how hard it is, how hard it was for people to deal with me with autism. I mean I understood. And I didn't start verbalizing my autism to four years ago. I was sweeping it under the rug because I wanted to be normal. Not understanding that I was already normal, but I wanted to fit in, especially in the music industry. Right. I'm telling people I make beats, but I got off they they not want to hear that. They just want the beats. They don't care what my personal situation. Is. <laughs> so I just wanted to be normal like everybody else because i always felt different i've always felt outcast i always felt alone so it's like it was my only voice because nobody else was hearing this voice it was hearing music
0: Right. right right did you have to take treatments or was it just this your your therapist? That got you through, or are do oh, they no,
1: have? Oh no, no, oh no, 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 ma'am, no ma'am. I was inpatient and charter, I was in sixteen different mental institutions, seventeen foster homes, sixteen group homes, uh, four outpatients. Physical shock therapy. I was on I was on Ritalin, Paxil, Depakote, Serenqil, Zoloft. I mean, just to name of five hundred to a thousand milligrams a day, two, two to three times a day per pill. So I didn't get off that till I was 21. I ain't stopped seeing my therapist until I was 22. So, I mean, again, this market <laughs> came a long, I mean, a long <laughs> long way.
3: <laughs> well, good
0: for you. What What are some myths that people, what are some misunderstood things that people um, think about autism, people with autism?
1: Well, they think we can't function. First of all, they think just because we're not speaking verbally that we're not speaking at all. And that's untrue. We are communicating. The thing is that people have to find our our language and our way of communicating. So we are telling you how we feel. We are telling you what we want. We may not be able to verbalize it, but we can write it, we can sign, we can point, and do a lot of different other things to verbalize how we feel and what we want. Um, we are very intelligent. There's nothing wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and stop saying that we need to be on medication instantly.
4: I because agree. Because each,
1: each case is different. So, you know, you can't medicate the situation because it's not going to fix it. It's not going to heal it. It's not going to transform it. You know, what we have to understand as parents, uh, what we have to understand as volunteers with autism is that it's just... It's just a word. It's just a title. There's no difference from bipolar, schizophrenia, or anything else that's a title. We choose our own destiny and our own path. And if we stop at the diagnosis and look at the greatness within the person and be able to be patient and compassionate within that person, then greatness can
0: abound.
1: You're a preacher over there, too. You're talking some wisdom right there. bit
0: <laughs> so how did you transition into music where did that come from did you start young did, was you taught self-taught did you have a tutor like what? my
3: okay. grandmother okay
1: you know being raised being raised in between atlanta and brooklyn new york i'm old atlanta by the way i'm you know there's nothing wrong with the new atlanta i love it, the way atlanta looks But I come from the projects. I mean, Techwood, Capital Homes, Kirkwood. I mean, I'm old Atlanta. you understand what I'm saying? So back then it was sharing showcases. It was parties everywhere, Freakniks. It was, it was, it it was the life. And then transitioning from New York vibes to, you know, my grandma said, listen, because you short and fat, her words, okay? She said because you showing the fat you can't sell drugs, you wheeze when you sneeze. <laughs> so she said you can't sell drugs, you wheeze when you sneeze, and you got bad legs. So you're gonna take this pamphlet and you're going to three months of uh, band camp. Yeah, I went to band camp way before American Pie. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: way before American Pie I was in band camp. Yeah, and my first I was playing uh, percussion, and then they taught me how to play strings. Like this girl playing the trombone, she dissed me because she said she don't want to talk to mute people. Like, like real, that, that really happened. <laughs> yeah.
3: Lord.
0: It's not funny, but it's funny the way you're saying. I
1: mean, I mean it's funny now. I mean, because like I was, I was like real young, and I liked her and stuff like that. But so I tried to write her a little note. And she said that I'm not in her class, plus she don't play talk to people that's mute. So, <laughs> wherever she is now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> So we have a question that came through from Ernest Moore. He is asking, what would you say to a young person now dealing with autism and now COVID-19?
1: Um, First of all, shout out to the GOAT and the leader, Mr. Moore. Um, First of all, I think it's more harder now because we are enclosed. And with autism, that's a, it's a very hard thing because we like to stay enclosed. You understand what I'm saying? So we want to get out. We want to go to parks. We want to go to gyms and experience that. Some autism individuals don't like people. They don't like being around people, it's hard to interact with people. It is for me too, at almost 40. I I literally handle my business in my room. Stay in my room. That's my life, my room. Um, So I I just say to parents at this point, try to get your kids out. Try to interact. Try to get them to see other things and experience other things, even with a mask on. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't know about the the vaccine, the vac- the vaccination, sh- whatever, whatever, that's per individual, that's decision. But to, ask them, to answer Mr. Moore's question, I would tell them to try to get them more involved in activities, even if it's inside activities. You understand what I'm saying? Because grandma used to say, a, you know, a dormant, a dormant mind is the devil's playground. And we don't want these minds to be dormant. We want them to be taught with with knowledge and everything else and see what Mr. Moore does with the uh, young men and stuff like that in the special needs community is really needed. This type of really needed because we're not taught elegance. We're not taught how to be gentlemen. We're not taught those things. We're just, we're just cast out. We're just pushed away. You
0: preaching over there. Honestly, you're really dropping some dimes. <laughs> a little bit. I'm Taking a pause t- for the calls. This t- 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 is Tasia Ooh. with Go.
4: and all i've wanted was for you to love me back for you to believe in us for you to choose us and one day i realized i don't have to wait on you i can choose myself so i choose me i love you but i gotta go goodbye i gotta go go
0: There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks Podcasts, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbeerocka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. So, okay, let's jump back into this music a little bit. So, Again, you started when you was younger. You went to band camp. You started on the percussions. Then you moved to
1: the trumpet and the okay. sax.
0: I, I played the trumpet too. <laughs> I played the trumpet and I played the keys. And then I started having problems trying to play keys and sing at the same time. It was it was hard for me to process. I was getting so much into the singing that I would stop playing the notes and close my eyes and start singing. Yeah, so I started missing notes and stuff, but I can I can get it in in the in the studio. I can get all my ideas out, you know, and stuff, but yeah. I mean, I agree. I heard that beat was sick. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you, you did trumpet. So when did you transition to, you know, hey, I'm going to start making beats because that's totally different. Okay, so I
1: was um, in Atlanta, I was skipping school. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, it's true. I was skipping school. My cousin knew uh, one, of, one of the members of Organized Noise. So one of those members gave me a laptop and Pootie Loops won the demo version. Yeah, they gave me the demo version they gave me an acer laptop that's where acer was popping <laughs> so this acer laptop and the demo version of fruity loops one so i had my i was carrying around my trumpet i was i was looking a little weird just walking around atlanta with a, with the trumpet i'm on all on the martyr bus with a trumpet <laughs> so, so he taught me how to blend live instrumentation with digital sounds, digital compression sounds. So with the BPM being 85, being 90, 72, or whatever, whatever, he taught me how to blend that live sound because that live sound is going to be off when it comes to digital. You understand know right. what I'm saying? So he taught me how to blend sounds, And then, we're on Fruity Loops, okay? I don't know if anybody know about Fruity Loops, but it's really not the best... Software to try to interface or blend live sounds with digital with digital concepts. It's, 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 it's really not. I don't know. We on pretty good, so let now. I, I don't know where we at.
0: I started on but, sonar. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just as bad.
1: Yeah, don't don't say that, I Don't 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 say that. Out don't right. Don't. But look,
0: we had to learn somewhere. We had to learn somewhere, and now you know. Now I'm
1: logic, but you know that's what I started at. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> mean, listen, they have improved sonar. It's a really yeah. good. it? Is a really good? It's really good now, but back, uh, uh, but no. Um.
3: <laughs>
1: so, so I'm making, I'm making beats like fourteen, fifteen. Again, I'm I'm speaking at a two year old level at that time, but I'm learning how to write and stuff of that nature. And and you know the 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 group the, the guys I was with at that time they didn't they didn't shun me. You see what I'm saying? So one of them paid me six hundred dollars for a beat. That was my payment: six hundred dollars, two tickets to Six Flags, and a, a, and uh, money to go to Sizzlers. If anybody in Atlanta. You know, Sizzlers. You get that, you get that five ninety nine salad bar. Let me go ahead and tell you, you know what I'm saying. You and I need dates. I took the scissors on for twenty dollars.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I mean, I, I was doing something at that time. Reeboks was was in. Jabo jeans was in. I thought I was doing something. I had six hundred dollars plus. I had two free tickets to Six Flags. Right. Not knowing the business. Not right. knowing they'll take that beat. And make Mr. Dollars off of it, and I don't have no mechanical royalties, I don't have no audio royalties, no masters, no. I don't have nothing, no contracts. Right. <laughs> so right. yes, I got. They took me. I got that.
0: You you was learning. You was learning at a young age. This is that's kind of the same story for me. I was doing a lot of. I was doing a lot of stuff in the studio with T- TLC. Here I am making $1,200, $1,500. I'm thinking I'm doing it, but I'm doing the demos. <laughs> Deborah Killen's doing mm. the actual albums. And you know, I didn't know I was young. So I'm up thinking, so oh, Can shit. I
1: ask you a question? So what? Can I ask you a question? What? Was Pep was, 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 was pebbles really like that? Or was it just like some made up?
0: She wasn't She wasn't around when I was over at Dark Studio. She wasn't around.
2: Oh, you was at Dark?
0: yeah yep absolutely i
2: was up dark
0: almost every day yeah
1: wow see again legend
0: (laughs) 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 okay so and actually my cousin is with organized noise Oh. marquez etheridge he's the one that wrote waterfalls
3: right yeah right yeah
0: okay so you start selling your beads at age 13 14 which is you know unheard of you know well, what i'm saying i was, them,
1: I was selling up for 15 dollars a beat hey i, mean, I, understand. It,
0: <laughs> I understand i understand that age at, at that age that's what you do you just want to get on
1: i just want to get i just want somebody to hear me i used to go to the warehouse I used to I used to go to the atrium and everything. Right, I got I got beats, beats. You know, yeah. people used to walk past me, get out of here, you too young, stuff like that. They even kicked me out of Jazzy T. <laughs> you got to be real Atlanta to know about that. You got to be real Atlanta, real Atlanta.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you went from learning how to sell beats and everything, well, making beats. At a super young age to now you are a thirteen award winner with you you you've been on a lot of different projects. Can you tell us some of the projects you've had the pleasure of being on?
1: Uh I work with Shirley Caesar, Dwele, Kanye, Doss, uh, Eric Roberson, um, nice Wonder, Fonte Rhapsody. Um I mean, just we I mean, you know, I played with Lil Wayne, How to Love. I mean, it's it's two thousand eleven. It's I mean, but see, this is why I've been in this business 21 years. I'm about to retire, but I can't retire. I can't retire because Super Legend right here is about to do a movie.
0: Yes, I am.
1: So, so we're gonna bless that. We're gonna bless all over that holy all that holy all that. We're gonna we gonna in the name of Jesus.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're not retiring until after our project. So, that's a great thing. Right, right, Answer that. <laughs> right after that that. okay so when you are that's when you're diving into a song what's the first thing you listen to when you're listening to a new recording
1: the beat
3: the
1: beat like it it, it just it it just really got me because you know everybody says oh i'm a singer i'm a rapper but the thing is it's like if i if i do right now if i just came out of nowhere and said um I was born back in 83, a pain and misery was not searching for empathy, but poverty is over me. And consciously, I can't help what I grew to see. I just society, that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm speaking openly about the Travis Johnson. Please, I go through this world, it's not cold for me. So if I, if I did that, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm listening to what's going to match from that. Because mm-hmm. the pattern, the voice pattern, the entire set, it's replicating hey. from that. So I'm listening to the beat to be able to and a, lot of, and a lot of times again this is no date to no new artists or anything else i think the artists needs to study beats first before they put their lyrics out to just anything because the beat and the lyrics have to be able to merge it has to be able to be married you understand what i'm saying so musically you have to make love to the song, and mm-hmm. I, that's where we forgetting because they just they just want to quit I, mm-hmm. I i wrote this this fire you know, when you get, like, 10 guys behind you, man, that's fire. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to tell you the truth. The truth is that you didn't really pick the right beat for that type of song, for your type of lyrics. Your lyrics couldn't blossom. Your lyrics couldn't come out and flourish. You just put your lyrics behind anything. hmm
3: hmm
0: Okay. So, you said the beat first. So, if, you, if there is no lyrics and everything and you're you're in the studio and you have to come up with concept now i know this is ironic for everybody for me for me when i'm coming just strictly doing the production right the beat is the last thing i put the drums is the last thing i put on there i start with keys when I'm producing a song. Mm. What is because your creative you, key safe.
1: you you key safe. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So with with me, I don't do custom beats because I have to hear it first. You see what I'm So mm-hmm. the drums for me are always first. I gotcha. build around the drums.
0: Gotcha. You
1: know what I'm saying? Because I come from old Baptist And even mm-hmm. the old Baptist church, they do do, 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 do. they play behind the pastor you see what i'm saying i come from drums and organ first that's what i was that's what i was taught through church It's right. drums and organ first so you mm-hmm. build around that with trumpets or saxophones or guitars or whatever and even if you're using you understand what i'm saying because i do use samples but even if you use samples you have to find the right melody that will blend in with the sample you understand what i'm saying Start by about organized noise that when you make a, a, a sample and you put it with a beat, you already have the melody already attached with the sample. You're not just putting the sample with a drum or whatever. The melody has already talked to the sample, has already talked to the beat before you put the sample in.
0: Checking another pause for the call. It's your girl Butter B. Rocker, Transparency Talks podcast, baby. Listen, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. This is one of my singles entitled "Play by the Rules." Make sure you guys are following me on all social media platforms at Transparency Talks Podcast and at Butterbee Rocker.
3: If she only knew that I've been in her home, her home, kissing you alone while she's gone? In myself.
0: Have you studied any other producers as a music producer? You, is there somebody yes. that you look up to? Look Who is up that?
1: Yeah. Uh, Pete Rock, DJ Pierre, Nice Wonder, Hot Check. Um, <laughs> I mean, all the greats. All the greats. I mean, for a while, I was looking up the Soulja Boy. Shout out to Soulja Boy. I mean, because he made beats. He made right. beats. Uh, now, I mean, for the, the new artists now, I love Take Key on the beat. Because um, Take Key be killing it. Um, whoever produced for Pooh Shiesty and Lil Dirt, I like all that stuff. Uh, I love Little Baby's Producer, <laughs> so I,
3: mean,
1: I, I like the way I like the way it's going. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Atlanta carries that old trap sound. You know, you know what I'm saying? And again, right. got to be old Atlanta to really understand where trap comes from. It, it ain't it ain't just talk about it here out of nowhere. It came from when the red dogs were kicking in your door and Kevs and stuff of that nature, dragging you and your whole family out because they think it's a it's a crack land This is up up in there. That's where it came. It came from the pain and the struggles that people was experiencing deep in Atlanta. So anything they had to do and where they come from was the trap.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right, preacher. I hear you. I
1: hear you. Look, I mean
3: nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, are you big on collaborations? And how is it for you in warming up to people? Like for me, when if I go into the studio and I'm working with a new producer, or I'm working, I'm doing a collaboration writing with someone, my if I'm warmed up to them, I'm a little bit more open to giving out my ideas because your ideas are fresh, you know, and you're sensitive about your work. You know what I mean? So what's your process with collaborating with other people are you good at it it does it do you have to warm up what, what's going on
3: well well
1: shout out shout out to saga boss and tika out there in atlanta and stuff like that justice lee and, and, and stuff of that nature you know all the boss's stuff is my production all the Tika's stuff is my production i mean it's easier for us to collaborate because we live in two different states so they, they hear a beat, on it, boom, I send it. It's simple. But even if we were in the same state, with my office, it's I don't really do a lot of people. So it's harder for me to just be in the same room as you and, and stuff of that nature. Even if you say, oh, man, Marcus, that beat is whack. I don't like that beat or whatever, whatever. When I first began, I wanted to jump across the table. Right. I mean, I I did because it took offense to you saying my beat is whack or it's trash or whatever. I had to learn how to get tough skin and understand that this is not personal. It's business. Right. And you are entitled to your opinion. And I mean, in 21 years, I had three people tell me I shouldn't be a music producer. I mean, but... Those three people were my aunt, my grandma, my sister. So, hey.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you overcome blocks when you are trying to create? Um,
1: I mean, I get them all the time. The thing is is to step back, mm-hmm. do something else, and one of these will come to you. Yes, it sounds stupid. It does. Really counts but if for true musicians, the melodies is already put inside. You just display and put it out on platform. That's all you're doing because you feel it. You hear it. You 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 have that string inside of you, that drum inside of you, or whatever. Still, you feel this inside of your, your soul or your spirit. So even when you get your blocks, just do something else. It could be a day or two, a week, or whatever. Just do something else, and it will, and it will come. It will come back up. It will be like, okay, this is what I was feeling. I'm in a calmer space now. Sometimes when you're in an angry space, or when you're in a space that's not, you know, peaceful or or nurturing or whatever, you, you lose, you lose, you lose your musical, your your musical oneness.
3: Right. So,
1: you know, you got to get to that. Zen, your peaceful place, your, your, you know, wherever that is for you. For me, you know, once I go to Golden Corral, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Once I go to Golden Corral, I'm good.
0: I, I noticed for myself when, when I was going through my divorce, I wasn't trying to write, you know, I, I lost all juice. I didn't. I didn't want to talk about my sadness. I didn't want to talk about my pain. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put it on paper or put it on wax. I don't want to do none of it. You know what I mean? And 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 I noticed that when I'm in a peaceful, you know, place, that I'm able to create and knock it all out. So everybody has to learn how they function, and 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 definitely make sure that you give it your all when you when you do do the projects and everything and like you just said sometimes you do have to step away take a step back i have to do that all the time i have to take a step back listen to it and then i'll keep building on it oh i hear this now oh i hear this now i don't like none of this you know that's how that's my process so okay
1: right. you you, so you do you, some do you, things would, would you consider yourself a diva when you go in the studio because your legendary status you Will you just let people (laughs) throw ideas at you now or would you be like, are you open to work with new ideas because you already know the road and direction journey you're going?
0: Actually, I'm open to ideas. I'm open to ideas. I'm, I'm, I'm open to constructive criticism. Um, but I do, if I'm collaborating with somebody, I do want to be able to get my ideas out before someone just tells me everything that they are feeling. You know what I mean? I I at least like to get my ideas out. Then you can tell me your ideas, and if I like your ideas or I want to incorporate some of them, I don't have a problem with doing that. Or if you say, hey, well, I like this part of what you're doing, but change this and change this melody or do it this way, I'm definitely open to that. If it makes sense for me, I don't have no problem with that.
1: (laughs) You learn something every day.
0: So are you affiliated with a label?
1: Yes, um, I'm the CEO of Miss D Entertainment. It's a gospel label right out here in Tucson, Arizona. And we have international artists and, you know, we have uh, with Sony Orchards and, and, and some other situations and stuff with that. So, yeah, I signed myself.
0: You- <laughs> Taryn says that all the time. I signed myself and I'm not mad at that. I think that's the best way to go. I've always been a, a true believer, you know, if if a door isn't open, build your own door, go in your own way, do your own thing. So I'm all for that. You also worked a little bit in um, magazines and everything. You was doing interviews and different things, I think with two different magazine companies. Who was your favorite celebrity that you interviewed?
3: Uh,
1: Candy Boris, because <laughs> her and Mama Joyce was them. Um, you get what you see. It's um, right. <laughs> it's not a put-on. Not for the cameras. <laughs> you get the real.
0: Taking another pause down, bang, for the cause. It's your girl, Butter be rocker ground, This bang, is Change bang, the World by Chavis Flag. Bang,
3: bang. I used to
5: shoot you. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one Well, maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life Yeah How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright Yeah just the other day trying to get some food on his plate man he couldn't even make his own way two kids baby mama eat a father and his son trying to beat another case young man celebrate cause you only live once gotta make it all great Mm. gotta make it all great. gotta keep moving though this life may bring you down you're not losing and no one else keep pursuing I just want to bring y'all hope through this music Cause we're just all human So stand up and face the world Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one Well, maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Maybe I'll be the one Well, maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life Yeah How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright Yeah Be the one to change the world. Or well, maybe I'll be the one. Or well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Or well, maybe I'll be the one. Or well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah, they said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right yeah and we live in a dark world so let's turn it bright
0: yeah yeah so back to your activism mm-hmm. how does people get involved to help? Um, right
1: now we're well right now we're structuralizing um autism love uh, this, which will be the new nonprofit organization that we're coming out with um, so if anybody wants to reach out to help with the with me being an autism activist, you can just call me, 520 330 Again, it's 520 I mean, I'm not a hard person to reach. I'm not no person or celebrity or whatever. And I didn't get in this for that. I, get it. I got in this because those voices deserve to be heard. Those dreams deserve to be reached and you know why not me god allowed me to go through go through the storm so why not me and and um you know we have a lot of stuff going on me and my team we got a lot of stuff going on a lot it's a lot of stuff done with autism because i don't want to just be out here speaking about autism i want to provide activities and different things for the autism and the individuals the autism music session I mean, uh, I mean everything. The, au- the autism career day. Everything with me is autism. So, because we're going to change the mind look and and how people see autism, because we j- we 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 great just as you are. That's why the A collection, my my line. Shout out to ASOG. That's why I'm wearing this hat. He's 15 years old and he has autism. Autism in Philadelphia, and he's a fashion designer. So why why can I not? Help the next generation.
0: Man, I'm sitting over here in awe, super proud to know you and have you as a friend. I'm I'm very seriously, Marcus. I'm I'm very impressed with what you're doing, you know, with your activism and everything, and you know, of course, with your music and everything, but I, I think it's very bold. To, to be their voice and fill their void. And, and and it's true, why not you? Why not, you know, why not? So- I mean, I I, I'm
1: excited. not gonna lie. You know, I'm really not gonna lie. Like a couple of days ago when I got those messages from, I'm, you know, because it's a situation going on with the cyber investigation that I currently got going on and when my life got threatened and they were showing me pictures of dead monkeys and little boys Thanks. I mean, African voice being hung saying that they don't want no African-American man to be out as a voice for autism. Because you have to understand see now, four years ago, nobody cared. But now that I'm on Fox, NBC, PBS, I'm about to be on the cover of Autism Digest and everything else. You know, no, it's like it's a problem because I'm the first African-American history in the autism world to win four awards for being an autism activist. So now that barrier's been broke. So now people are like, well, we don't want you to have a voice. We don't want to hear your voice. We you know, we can we can have you gone out of here. Wow. And, and this is not the first time, this is the first time. So it's it's like in your own community, there's hatred like that. Did I wanna stop? I sure did. But I realize it's not about me. It's about every individual and family. It's a voice that needs somebody to stand up for them. That needs somebody to care. That needs somebody to support them. So I sacrifice my own life to be able to help out somebody else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, spe- you know, in regards to hating and everything like that, I mean, unfortunately, we live in a world that that is full of hate. You know, they can't congratulate. They don't see the. They don't see the big picture. You know and you can't control those type of people. The only thing you could do is continue doing what you're doing and shining your light and keeping it moving and as much as you can stay away from the negativity and anything that does not serve you or serve your energy and where you're trying to go, just ignore them as best as you can, but naturally that does bother. That would bother anybody. But I'm I'm saying that to say I mean, that goes for people in the music industry. I mean, it goes for so many people. There's hatred. I mean, people can't, can't even just say, you know, congratulations, uh, you know, they're not happy for you. That's, unfortunately, that's how people are. But I'm happy for you. I'm very proud of everything that you're doing. With the autism, you created a song called Happy Feet. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, um, it was a, originally a beat. I mean, it's a beat, but then it became a little viral because it got sent to China. They started doing choreography to it and stuff with, of stuff of that nature. I really made the beat to show happiness and, and togetherness for the autism community, but it just got a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, viral,
0: viral does that. I'm going just a little viral, bit, just a little bit. <laughs> okay, so what's what's next for you? How can people? Um, well, we already went over how people can support you. How can people find you on social media? All that other good stuff.
1: Um, you can just. Um, I'm rebuilding my website, AutismActivistMarcusBoy.com, so that's going to be back up soon because I'm putting new stuff with it and Um face is Marcus Leonardo Boyd. Instagram is AutismActivistMarcusBoy. Or the Orange Counts Chronicles TV show or the ATL Highest Special Awards. Or I mean we I mean we just we can just keep going on. I mean, or they can call me, give out my number twice on this amazing interview. And what's next is um Super Marcus, the comic book. It's the comic strip in these newspapers. Um it's the Marcus, the hero inside, the children's book, it's uh, the stage play by amazing. My amazing award-winning sister, Tina Bridges, out there in Atlanta, out of the TLA. they doing a stage play about my life with autism called The Boy With No Voice. It comes out in October. Um, it's getting, we getting—we—we working on a real feature film movie about my life. So, I mean, it's, it's an autism career day that's coming because we're gonna show what success looks like in the autism community to our young children so autism career day is definitely coming it's on the way in my autobiography book the boy with no voice is coming so
2: it's just a lot
0: you're busy you're about to be real busy and I'm not mad at that. I think I think being busy is what you're supposed to do. You know, it keeps you focused. If
1: y'all don't know about this amazing podcast, uh transparency, listen, y'all need to get on this podcast. Not just because of your brand, not just because it can help elevate you to another level. It's because you can learn and get negative and knowledge from the legendary Miss Butter herself.
3: Well,
0: we're gonna sign off from there and we will talk to you guys later. Thanks again to our sponsors, Zonalzars, by local designer Michelle B. Visit them today at AliveShoes.com forward slash Z-O dash N-Y-L-A dash Z-A-R dash one.